Welcome to the Style Diaries Decoded podcast, a podcast created for emerging brand entrepreneurs of color. We are your hosts and style experts, Adrian Russell and Fabian Amin. Join us for No Fluff Combo, where we help you unravel the style cheat code, unlock your style power, and live a life with style unlimited. Let's get it. Hey, y'all. We are back. Welcome back to episode six of the Style Diaries Decoded podcast. Fabian, hey, hey, we're back. Ow, you heard that. You heard what it. What does that mean? That means we're together. Or you might see it. I know you see it. I know you see it. Y'all, this is also episode, our second episode on our YouTube video. Yes, it is. Now, y'all, we're getting a YouTube video together, so the YouTube might come a little bit behind when this episode is published, so you Mm -hmm. may be listening Mm -hmm. to it first Mm -hmm. before you actually see it. But just give some sisters some time. We 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 got the YouTube video coming for y'all. It's gonna be uploaded, and you all can either hear us or see us or both. Why not do both? Why not do both? It's, right. it's the visuals for me. It's the visuals. It's always the visuals it's, for me. And and for all of you podcast lovers, if you love a podcast, but then you love a live showing because you want to actually see who you're listening to, this is how to do it. So, <laughs> episode six. Yes. Wow, we're like sixty percent in. It's we're, we're it's like, nuts. We're in here. We're like we're in in. We're like Ooh. we're fully committed. We're f- yeah. We're I mean, fully committed. Yeah. We're in a full blown relationship. That is the truth. With the that's style diaries to tell the podcast. I hope y'all are in this relationship with us. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I don't. I'm not gonna be in a relationship by myself. You know, I've been getting a I'm lot. I'm a cancer. Good. You know how we oh. are. Sensitive about your shit. Okay, I'm about to say don't don't come for. Don't no, I'm not coming for you. I'm not coming for you. Um, I was going to say <laughs> that because we're in episode six, we've been starting to get some feedback. Yes, and I'm so happy about this feedback. Y'all, the feedback has been bomb. Let's talk about the feedback real quick, and then we're gonna get into the episode, y'all. Sorry, yes, we got to yes, divert yes. for yeah. a second. Yeah, I want to talk about that because it's exciting. We have been in a space where we've been entrepreneurs in our own right, right, but. Because we came together to do this one thing with purpose, with passion, mm-hmm. it's a very sensitive thing, but it's, it's something that is just, it's full of excitement. Yes. So when we're able to share this right. with our viewers and our listeners. And our listeners. Our Decoded Squad. Our Decoded Squad. It just makes me so happy to know that folks are listening and they have something to say about it. They're sharing yes. it. They're downloading. Right. They're commenting. Yes. Uh, you all are interacting with us on social media. So we're so very grateful. And... Not that we didn't know that we weren't going to be reaching folks, but the mm-hmm. feedback that we've been receiving has been, wow, I didn't know I needed this. Right. The podcast, what was the one comment? The the podcast, I didn't know I needed until my closet told me oh so. Oh my gosh. Y'all, <laughs> that comment took me all the way out, like took me out. I was like, come on. I'm so happy about that one because- this is what we do. Like, outside of us doing this podcast, this is what we do on a regular, regular basis. We not new to this. We true to this. Oh, my gosh. I love so that So true. <laughs> I love that saying. So, we just wanted to say thank you. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. So very happy to be doing this and to be sharing this platform. And we have we still have so much more to talk about. So much more to talk about. Like, oh. mm. 
Let's get into episode six. What are we talking about today? For today's episode, we are talking about how to curate a purposeful wardrobe. Woo! Now, last episode was two parts. We got into the weeds. We got into the thick of it. We we really helped you build that foundation. Now, when we talk about building and curating a purposeful wardrobe, yep. this is that time of the year. You know, it's mm-hmm. November. We're close to the holidays. Yep. Black Friday's coming up. Y'all are going to start shopping like you have all the black cars in the world. Shopping like you um, ain't got no business <laughs> and like you ain't got no damn sense. So That's just, what y'all about to do. And we here to stop it. Yes. <laughs> stop it. Slow. Skirt. Re- revert. Skirt, rewind. Skirt. And think about it. Uh, so we wanted to just talk to y'all about... The ins and outs, the reasons why, just take a beat and think about the intention, the investment, yes. where you're spending your money and how you're going to be spending it. Yep. Whew. Black Friday is coming up. Black Friday is coming up. And like I said, y'all can't be running around like y'all don't have no sense in these stores. Now, just because the sweaters are buy two, get 10 for free. Oh, oh. Do you <laughs> not do that. Do you need 12 sweaters, sis? <laughs> Do you need 12 and sweaters? Right, exactly. In all the colors. And you got one sweater in 20 colors, and you actually don't even like the sweater, right? Oh, no, no, no. Because it's like it. probably the 5 or $10 sweater that's mm-hmm. on sale. You actually hate the sweater. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the it's fact good. that you can get a large a amount or yeah. a deal that, I don't know, as humans, I feel like that that we're that way, right? Because listen, I ain't even going to judge y'all for real. I ain't even going to hold y'all. <laughs> because in the grocery store... Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm real good for coming home with four loaves of bread, right? <laughs> and then my husband's like, what are you doing? I'm like, they were two for three. Like, he was like, but ain't nobody making no sandwiches around here, girl. What you doing? It's like so anyway, I digress. But it's the same situation. Y'all don't need 20 sweaters, okay? Yeah. So let's make sure that we're making purposeful mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. purposeful purchases, right? Just because it's on sale mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it has a purpose in yeah, your wardrobe. I'm going to yeah. say that again. Just because it's on sale doesn't mean it has a purpose in your wardrobe, <laughs> right? It doesn't necessarily have a purpose in your wardrobe. Yeah, it's not something that you need to run and go get just because you see it. And I think society, America, yeah, we love a sale. There is a Aren't bargain. Aren't we so gluttonous? Like we, There's girl, a for everything because. It feels like nothing runs out, especially during the holidays, especially yep. on Black Friday, whether mm-hmm. you're online or whether you're running. I mean, hopefully we're not going to be doing that because of the current state of the world. However, I'm not fighting y'all off no over no five dollar scarf. I'm just telling you, I'm not. not in, I'm not going to be the one huh, fighting y'all. Not in Target. <laughs> not in. Not in anywhere. We're not doing that. So, what I wanted to make sure that we all are just safe and aware of is that. The more clothes that you get, especially during this this time of the year, the more problems you're going to have. More clothes, more problems. More money, more problems. More clothes, more problems. Especially when the clothes don't have a purpose in your wardrobe, y'all. You're going to end up walking into a closet full of clothes. And we deal with this all the time, yeah. right? Like we have clients that are like, oh my gosh, I have a closet full of clothes and I have nothing, nothing to, to wear. wear. Yeah. I have nothing to wear. Yeah. And that's why. And we look at we look at the closet and we're like, well, you do, but you just bought 
like you said, right. ten of the same. You got thirty thing. pairs of black pants. Now you can, <laughs> now there's a there's a whole thing where this is the caveat. There's a whole thing about being a minimalist and having the same amount of thing, the same thing like three or four times. Right. But there's you know within the minimalist world, there's right. a maximum. Yes. That is a minimum. Listen. Where you kind of can cut the line and say like this is not really that necessary. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, more money. More say more money. More, more money, more, more problems. clothes, more, more clothes, problems. more problems. <laughs> <laughs> more clothes, more problems. So we just want to make sure that y'all are going to be out here being intentional. There's going to be uh, a lot of y'all that are going to set your notifications to say, okay, so at what is it, eleven fifty nine, right, or whatever. Well, nowadays, or, you know, the stores you, they doing Black Friday sale before. Yes, way before Black Friday. I, I feel like that. every year it gets pushed up more and more, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you remember at one time everybody would run in the store and then yeah. it was like, okay, it was the pre-Black Friday. So it was yeah. like the Thursday or the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, they're running Black Friday sales now. Right. And again, I, I'm not even going to hold y'all. Y'all know that I own Chica Central's Boutique and you can best believe I'm about to have a pre-Black okay, Friday sale too on. as well. So there. it's just, it keeps getting moved up and up and up. So Y'all have got to make sure you have like some control yeah, over yourself is. or yeah, you're going to find yourself with 25 red sweaters uh, and well, not understand why you ended up with 25 red sweaters. And, and you talked about this earlier when we talk about, we're going to always talk about being intentional in your wardrobe. So when we talk about being intentional in your wardrobe, one of the main things that we love to do as stylists is edit. And when we say edit, we're talking about editing your closet uh when you are about to head out there and do your thing you know how much maybe you know how much money you're gonna spend or maybe you just you know swiping the card and you're like yes 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 i don't care how much i'm going to spend today i'm tricking on everybody (laughs) before you not tricking on everybody before you spend you must edit you must edit uh so adrian when we thinking about editing, and there's so many components to a wardrobe, to a closet. Right. Um, talk to me about a closet that you saw where you were just like, okay, it, it looked like it was some semi in order, but there was just so much stuff going on that you had, like, you just, like, you were just itching to just get in there and be like, so, okay, y'all, I'm, I'm putting my hands up, y'all may, may or may not see, mm. but just like throwing things everywhere because it's like, you need to... Get that chaos out before you can actually step out and do the things that you need to do in the shopping. Yeah. Oh, my God. I could think of several closets (laughs) that I've gone through that have looked like that. And I mean, that's I mean, that's what we do. Right. As stylists, literally, that's what we do. Um, I could think of a particular closet that was maybe maybe five or six months ago. That thing right there. That thing was that thing wasn't thanging. Oh, it, was it, it was a piece of work. After I was done with it, it was thanging. <laughs> After I was done with it, it was thanging. But that thing was a piece of work. And it really wasn't so much again, we talk about this all the time that many of the clients that we work with, it's not that they can't dress. Yeah. It's just that they need help with making the connection between their personal style, their brand style, yeah. and what really makes sense in their life and where they're going. Mm-hmm with their brand, right? So this particular closet had a lot of certain things. So she had like a lot of this type of print and a lot of this type of shape dress Mm -hmm. because she didn't believe that she, she looked good at any other type shape dress because of her body shape. Mm -hmm. So that's why we talk about like that, the psychology piece of it with fashion, because 
a lot of times you have to have that conversation with your client and talk them out of that, like whatever state of mind they're in. They have these beliefs about themselves mm-hmm. or their body shape that is not true. Mm-hmm. They have a belief about, oh, I heard that only, you know, people that were five, five and under could wear zebra print. All the, you know, they have like all of these misconceptions. So for her, it was more just editing down her own beliefs mm-hmm. and thoughts, right? And like clearing out all the BS and saying, no, let's kind of level set. Let's go through the closet. Let's look at what really makes sense for your wardrobe or for your life, for your Mm -hmm. brand, Mm -hmm. what really is serving purpose. And let's get rid of all the other mess. So it, it was it was very cluttered and confused, but it was because she was confused about who she was becoming in her brand. So it really wasn't some a lot of the clothes were cute. It was like, oh, that's cute. But we're not keeping that. Because that doesn't serve a purpose for your brand. She's like, but that's my favorite dress. I'm like, okay, that's that's cute, but that but that's not that's now. not who you are now or even mm-hmm. where you're going. You're saying that this is how you want to show up for your brand. Mm-hmm. So this isn't representative of that no more. That of, of where you're going. It doesn't mean that it's not still nice mm-hmm. or it still doesn't look good or whatever, but it's not serving a purpose, so it has to go. So I think a lot of the closets I'm editing is those type of situations where it's like a bunch of stuff just thrown in different areas they have a lot of one particular Mm -hmm. type of print one particular type of pant one particular type of shape Mm -hmm. and they don't believe that they can step outside of their box and that's where we come in as stylists right to stretch them yeah and you know push them into those places of of vulnerability and and it's going to get a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to kind of you know push them into their best self and their highest self so that was like a long answer for the question you just asked. <laughs> no, I got but it. That, but I mean, but you to. feel me because yeah, that's, 100%. I mean, that's what it is. That's typically what we see. And I love that we talk about the editing and the, and the detoxing uh, because that's something that it's something that we do. We've been, we haven't talked about it in the podcast quite yet. Right. But I'm happy that we're talking about it now because this is also that time period, that period of time in the year where mm-hmm. you have an influx of just stuff that you're just consuming. Yep. Um, we are a society that consumes and sometimes it's not even thinking about what we already have yep. uh, that can either propel us to where we're going because now we can actually see that those things were there all the time. Right. We just had to get that education mm-hmm. and get that, get that purpose behind it. And then there was also going to be those times where you, you're going to run out, but then it's like, you got to think about What's what? What am I getting? What's Why actually am I getting missing? Yeah. yeah, what's missing? Um, so mm-hmm. identifying those wardrobe gaps after you've gone through the whole war, uh, the whole detoxing of your closet, mm-hmm. identifying what's missing, yep. what needs to be replaced, what needs to be repaired, yes. all of those things. Doing those things before you head out and swipe your card all crazy is so. <laughs> important think about what you buy and you're going to be so much happier in the end because when you're filling in those gaps Mm -hmm. with the necessary pieces you're going to find that you're going to have even more to wear with potentially less yes right so that's why we always talk about like clients always think that you know when they try to do this diy styling or whatever they think they're going to save money look listen it's a whole nother podcast (laughs) y'all Y'all be out here thinking y'all going to save money trying to do all this stuff on your own where really when you come to someone that's yeah. a professional that really can help you, a, a style stylist or a style professional that can really help you, you're actually going to end up saving money. Because right mm-hmm. now you just mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. you just out there, mm-hmm. lost, just buying whatever and looking in your closet like I still have nothing to wear. Every 
photo shoot, you buying $500 worth of clothes every single time because you don't know the purpose of how you want to show up, what, how, how you, you know, what, what's the actual story you're trying to tell. Nothing makes sense because you haven't broken down just that um, foundation, yeah, or you know, connected the dots. or connected the dots. Yeah. And that's why you end up spending more money and you keep finding yourself in that same situation. You're thinking, oh, I'm saving money, not hiring a stylist. Where really, if you hire mm. a stylist, they can give you that strategy Yeah, we can and get, you know, and get you, get you all the way together. It's mm. going to help you long term. Those are skills that you take with you. That's what mm. I tell people all the time. Like my goal isn't for you to have to keep coming back and learning the strategies. Yeah, sure. You can hire me for, you know, yeah. events or things like that to style you, but the strategy that I teach you is something that you take with you for a lifetime. Yeah, because you're going to take it in your brand. You're going to take it to your personal life. You may even share some of your gems with your friends. Hello. You, you. If you have children, you're going to be you're going to be having a ball in their closet. Yep. Your partner. It's going to be an all around learning experience, and that's going to make you your own kind of personal style expert. Absolutely. Um, yep. I wanted to talk about, and here's an acronym. Um, CPW. Y'all know what CBW means? CPW is cost per wear. <laughs> and how much are you spending on the particular piece? This is huge, y'all. Listen. Listen in now. But also, are you getting your money's worth out of that piece? Yep. Um, Break it down for them. Give them like an equation so they can understand what the cost ooh, per wear means. Oh, gosh, goodness. Come on. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. I know you were good at man. Rolling up my <laughs> rolling up my sleeve. Um, <laughs> all right, so let me think about a pair of shoes. All right. So let's see. We have a pair of shoes. They're really cute. They're a a pattern or a non-pattern. But let's think. Do we want to make it a pattern? Do we want to make it a non-pattern? Do we want to make it a basic color? Let's make it a basic color. Let's do okay. a basic color. So let's do. We're in the four and fall. Um, we have a pair of mid-calf boots, okay? Mm-hmm. Three and a half, four-inch heel, and you're going to wear them between, let's say, October and and TBD. You you don't know the TBD because right. you pay, let's, let's give you a number, you've paid about $400 for them. Mm-hmm. In your mind, that four hundred dollars that you paid in October, right? It may, you know, you saw the shoe and you were like, four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. No, but you know what? Guess what? It's made out of genuine leather. Genuine leather. It's a prominent leather luxury brand. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be naming names out here, mm-hmm. but let's say yes, it's four hundred dollars. At first, you're like, I'm not sure, but you know what? I'm going to do it. Something, something. Right. Adrian told you, Fabian <laughs> told you. You know what? Get Go, them boots, Get them boots. Get those boots. So you say, okay, I'm going to swipe my car. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, we wear in October. Then you're like, I could wear these in November. Okay, a couple months go by. We haven't talked to, you haven't talked to Fabian. You haven't talked to Adrian. It's February. I'm still wearing these boots. Still got them on. Guess what? You have already worn your boots enough time to get your money's worth. Yep. That $400 is nothing from October to February. You've already, you've invested in a piece that has given you the statistical data that you need 
you know, you might not have to do all the math or whatever, <laughs> but it's giving you statistical data that you need to say, I've been able to wear these boots from October to February and I've taken great care of them. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm probably going to wear them next fall and winter. Yeah. The fall and winter following that one. Yes. And the fall and winter and the fall, um, sorry, the following winter and uh, fall. <laughs> right. Forward. So... So if you know you, you got gonna, your money yeah. If so, if you spent four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars on them, like Fabian said, and let's say you wear them a hundred times, or, oh, or even or you what? wear the boots, then you already know that's only four dollars per wear, cost per wear. So that's what you all have to think about. Oftentimes, people try to go the cheap route, yeah, and they want to buy, let's say, the thirty dollar boots or whatever, and yeah. then you find yourself every month buying $30 boots, $30 boots, $30 boots, where if you buy the $400 boots or the $200 boots yeah. or what have you, they may be in your closet for five to ten years if you take care of them. Yeah, you know you what I mean? take care of them or if they are at good quality. Or they're great that, quality, that they're going to last boot, you. That $34 boot, and as far as the, your care is concerned, your care is concerned, your $30 and $40 boot, it could have been a good quality boot. Right. If you took care of it, if, if you, you made sure that you weren't walking through the woods in your mm. boots, if you made sure that you resold your boots, right? Sold as in S O L E D, yes, uh, your boots. So your cost per wear, we want to think about that when we are about to swipe our car. It's so it's huge, it's so important, and it's that huge. leads into ROI. Yes, ROI, ROI is return on investment. Yeah. Tell us about ROI. So that pretty much piggybacks on everything, baby. Yeah. It just says so. When you think of return on investment, that's what. So for me, I know I'm a big. So I love shoes, but I'm also a handbag girl. Okay, right. So I do. I have a lot of handbags, but I also do consignment yes. for a lot of my handbags. Mm-hmm. So I sell mm-hmm. them. And I take that money and I might go buy another handbag if I'm done with that handbag. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's timeless, I keep it. But if it's something I'm like, okay, keep this for another couple years and I'm going to move on. So I always think about that return on investment. So the quality is important. Mm-hmm. Um, that cost per wear, all of that. Because if it's a really, really good product and then you can sell it back to consignment, you've also then gotten some of your money back. So exactly. think about it. You almost are doubling up. Mm-hmm. Thinking about think about a, a item, y'all, that potentially you were able to wear for a decent amount of time you kept it in good condition right so your cost per wear was low Mm -hmm. right then because it was a good product Mm -hmm. or a a great pair of boots a great handbag then you send it to consignment Mm -hmm. then you also get a percentage of of your money back that you paid and now you can put that towards your next investment piece Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day those investment pieces and quality products really are worth it Mm -hmm. in the end Mm -hmm. i totally agree with you 100 percent I think that when we, there's a lot of these companies that have been popping up. And I remember at least probably, where are we, 2021, I want to say six years ago, there was a brand that came to me and asked me to work with them. Okay. And it was a brand that was a reselling brand. And at the time I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> you want me to do what? You want me to contact how many people and ask them to sell their bags to me right because they can get it at a just like their used bags at a discounted rate and they get their money back for it and i was at first i was like mind blown Uh uh-huh uh and then you know here we are in 2021 there's several brands oh yeah companies that have capitalized off of this idea absolutely of being able to resell and what does it do it increases sustainability it puts money back in your pocket like you said and it helps you realize the value of the things that you're consuming, the value of the things that are already at your, in your home. 
Right. So I think that's super important because as we go, you know, out in the holidays and we spend our money and these are self gifts as well. Yeah. You know, these are the gifts that we might want to. Oh, treat you yourself, know, sis. Treat yourself or hand down to your. Cheers to treating yourself. Oh, come Hold on. We now. got cheers to that. Treat yes. yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself, sis. <laughs> the things that you want to keep or hand down. Knowing the value, knowing the return of investment, you can even pass down a piece to your children and just say, hey, hey, you never, you will never know how much I paid right. for this. exactly. Because guess how long I've kept it and guess how mm-hmm. intact it is. Wait till you see how much this thing is worth in 10, 20 years when, you're, when you wear it as an adult. Listen. Oh, it just helps you. It helps you just have more of a... A creative vision for not only your wardrobe, mm-hmm. but it gives you a lot more style clarity. Yes. So y'all gonna hear us say that over and over style again. Clarity, style clarity. <laughs> We're style never clarity. gonna stop. You will hear on every episode like, okay, y'all, we got it. Yes, because once you once you know these little these little things, little snippets that we're telling you about, you will look at your closet a whole nother way, mm-hmm. and you have a a better relationship. With the items yes. that you're putting into your closet. So We're giving y'all the style cheat code. Oh. I mean, Ooh, that's the I whole mean. reason why you're here. Cheating so hard. <laughs> Cheating so hard. So let's talk a little bit about, this is a topic I really wanted to get into, um, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. fast fashion. So we just talked about oh. how investment pieces are so important. Yeah. Being intentional with your wardrobe, purposeful with your wardrobe, ROI, CPW. Y'all better be taking notes, Okay. okay. But let's talk a little bit about fast fashion. Okay. It has become huge, right, in the fashion industry over the Super years. Big. Love it, hate it, whatever in between. I'm I'm indifferent with it. But let's talk a little bit about fast fashion, like buying those key pieces, right. um, not the ones that you wash and then they disintegrate. Ooh, we don't talk about <laughs> the melting pieces, y'all, because y'all love the y'all love the body's ten dollar dresses that disintegrate as soon as y'all put them in a the washing machine. But let let let's let's get oh into come boy, on school oh school is fair. All right, so um, <laughs> this is where I think I might tell on somebody. <laughs> somebody men in a brand. Get ready to get out your feelings. Adrian and I are <laughs> of a particular age, <laughs> and there's a brand that we just can't do no more. Can't do, and we can't do it anymore because how many times have we? done that brand mm-hmm. and then we put it through the one washing cycle listen on delicate on delicate shit disintegrated. We don't even put it in the dryer it just melts hanging gown what? <laughs> gown <laughs> forever 21 why why what's going on and i understand you know it's gonna be and you know for for our for our shop and no see no shade y'all no see no shade but shade it is what we it just, is it's just an alert like the pieces that you're getting are not going to last period they're not going to last uh if you have a a piece that might have lasted bless you right bless, bless your whole washer and dryer your whole washer bless your and dryer. whole washing cycle actually send me bless over the hand washing cycle <laughs> what detergent do you use that has kept that baby um, so mess. when we talk about fast fashion, there are going to be some fast fashion brands that are high key. Mm-hmm. Great. I mean, I'm talking brands that own other brands yes. that are still within the fast fashion world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, uh, let me tell you. Okay. So Zara. Yep. Now we all. Everybody love loves Zara. Zara. Yes. I love, I love me Zara. some Zara. Mm-hmm. Purchased some Zara this morning. Yeah. Uh, I love me Zara, 
and Massimo Dutti yes. are a family. Mm-hmm. Now, Zara price points are still fast fashion price points. Yeah. Massimo Dutti, still fast fashion price points. However, the quality in the fabric mm-hmm. determines the price point. Exactly. Now, you're not going to have to pay probably more than... I'm going to say the highest price point in Massimo Dutti, and I might be wrong. Y'all can give give us some feedback, <laughs> you know, fill out the form. But I think it's about like 400 Yeah, I was going to say maybe four, like yeah, 300 to $400, yeah. But because it's three to 400 it, that's that's telling you that they're using either a quality fabric or they're using a, a quality-like fabric. Right. That's going to last, not, mm-hmm. you know, three months. Yep. It's going to last three years. So when right. we talk about fast fashion, it's not going to always, we're not going to always like throw a whole bunch of shade at it. There right. are going to be some fast fashion brands that you are going to be able to say like, I can invest in this piece. Mm-hmm. Yes, it may be trendy. Maybe it's not. I'm, I'm going to keep it for a little bit and just see how it goes. So when we talk about fast fashion, we can still talk about quality over quantity. Yes, we can. Um, but I think when it comes to the price point, that's where you know you're going to keep it for a little bit. Yeah, long. that's where you got to make that decision. Like where we talk about what spaces and places are you yeah. going to be wearing these pieces in. So like to your point, Fabian, like it could be a trend, but it may be a trend that you like. Yeah. Right. And you're willing to try it out for maybe the long run, quote unquote. So you're willing to invest a little bit more. But y'all, if it's something that you know you about to literally run in the club or something, oh, and then just throw it in the track, then that you shouldn't be spending three to four hundred dollars on that. Absolutely that probably not. should be the Zara price point or whatever, where you like, okay, I might wear this once, maybe twice at the most, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Then that's when you can kind of play around with those type of trends. But if it's something that you know good and well, mm-hmm. you, you're not gonna wear more than once, then you probably don't want to invest that much in it. Yeah. And that's where you can maybe cut your costs when you're like, okay, this is something I only do once or twice. But if it's something that you want in your wardrobe for the mm-hmm. long haul, make the investment. It's always worth it then. I think so too. I think that sometimes, um, well, as we're talking about building your personal brand and your business brand, um, it is okay to shop at fast fashion stores yeah, yeah, to definitely. curate your wardrobe for, especially for the photo shoots. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Especially, especially when you're filling stuff in. Yeah. So we want to make that clear as well. Like when we are styling you, we're not going to force you to, you know, spend that on. You know, we mm-hmm. want to make sure that you're falling within your budget completely. Oh, yeah. The budget um, is a huge component and, of yeah, it. And yeah, and sometimes fast fashion is sometimes where a stylist mm-hmm. will go to say, like, actually, like, this really is dope. And we really could use this for this shoot. Right. And actually, you probably could wear it after the shoot. Right. So along that road, we still want to be able to help you learn about that CPW, learn about Mm -hmm. that ROI, um, and be able to use that piece to say, like, yes, it is fast fashion, but you can use it multiple times over even after we leave you from the set. Quality versus quantity, always. That's just, I mean, I think that's our kind of mindset, too, with our... With our clients, but I love that you brought that up because I love the caveat or or piggyback on the piece that you just made about the budget. Yeah, like you all guys, budget is huge, and we as stylists always had that conversation with our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our clients have various budget ranges, and we always stick to that budget range. However, as stylists, we're going to be honest with you as well, right? If you come to me or you come to Fabian and you say, "Hey, my budget for three looks is." only $200, then we got to sit down and have a conversation like, okay, that's your budget. Understand you're not getting anything beyond 
these particular stores. This is yes. what I'm working yes. with. Talk so about that, it. Yes. that, and I feel like that, you know what? We probably should have a whole separate uh, <laughs> <About budgeting. laughs> podcast on budgeting, but budgeting is so important. You all, yeah. and we're again, no tea, no shade. We're not shaming anyone. We know people have different budgets. I have some women that I work with. Their budgets are a couple thousand dollars yeah. for the photo shoot for just clothes. Mm-hmm. And I have some women I work with. It's only been a couple hundred dollars, mm-hmm. but level setting mm-hmm. and having that truthful, honest conversation. Like this is what I can provide within the means that you have. I'm going to yeah. make sure you look fabulous, yeah. but understand you can't tell me that your budget is $200 and you expect to step on set in cashmere. Oh, absolutely not. It's not happening. It's not even going to be like the baby. It's not even yeah. going to be the baby or the adult cashmere. It's, it's not even going to be merino wool. Yeah, <laughs> Forget cashmere. Real. You're not even going to be in merino. It's not happening. So as long as you know, now you're going to look good. Oh, yes. We but understand there's there's levels to this. 100%. I think that the, um, the pieces that we say are fast fashion could also be those investment pieces. So you had said the word timeless earlier. Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about things being timeless, those are things that, of course, we want to keep with us. We want to maybe even, like I said, pass down to our family and friends. Yeah. Um, but those pieces that are classic pieces that are going to fit within our wardrobe that can help frame our personal style. Mm-hmm. So when we, you know, I'm still, I'm going to go back to us doing our holiday shopping. And... The rush is always there. <laughs> the the thoughtlessness is always there because all you're doing, and that's right. not actually that's not all you're doing, but for the main part, like we on December twenty first, December twenty second, and you still have a list, and you still have people that you need to cross off, and just oh, I'm just gonna get them this thing real quick. I'm just gonna da, da, da. right. Just like if you take a beat and just think, like, can they wear this next year? Are they really gonna want to want to wear this crushed mm-hmm. velvet? Crushed velvet is cool for the holidays sometimes, <laughs> but is it? Are they really gonna? Don't want you come for the crushed velvet? People, somebody, somebody listening to this podcast that got a crushed velvet suit on right come now. On don't now. you do? Come on now and do a dance for me because I need to you see it. You better post about a tree. Oh, come on! Take the photo shoot. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry, y'all. That will. That wine went down the wrong. Go ahead, baby. I'm She's sorry. alive. She's alive, y'all. So She's when alive. we think about these investment pieces, um, you had, uh, and we talked about this before because we love talking about our stuff before yeah. we get on. Um, <laughs> we talk about investment pieces. There are certain factors that come into play. Um, and you may, you here's the thing. You may or may not be thinking about these things in the rush of it. Right. But the idea, the ethos is for us to be able to tell you this stuff before you get there and that's why this podcast episode is coming out before thanksgiving y'all before so we talk about an item being timeless Mm -hmm. but what are some other things that you think are like just the best things to to keep in the front of your mind and i i I mean we have a couple i have a couple already in my mind but give me like top, top two top three um tailoring Okay. Yeah. I, I it the, y'all woo the, it, the item should be well tailored. Okay. Now I know we I think we we're probably gonna have like a body series like in the future. You all we're gonna talk about like different body shapes and things like that and tailoring why it's so important. But the tailoring piece is important with investment pieces. But we also have to understand that sometimes we ha- we do have to get products tailored or okay. items tailored based upon our body shape. But that tailoring piece is important. If it's something that you know is gonna be in your wardrobe long term. It's something that you know um, 
that's going to have some longevity. You're going to get multiple cost per mm-hmm. wear uses out of it. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's tailored. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's well made. Um, just, and I don't know if it's me, you know, just the stylist to me, but just things like seams. Oh, oh, those, that's so important. It's like spaghetti. Yes. It's, like, it I mean, just flow. the seams, to... the quality, like just how things are made, how it feels on your skin. Um, and the tailoring that those are like huge when I'm thinking of investment pieces, okay. right? Yeah. Fast fashion, like we already talked about, it doesn't really matter. You throw it on, you throw it off, whatever. It's a trend. Could be well tailored. Could be. Could be. Could be. But when we, when I really think of investment pieces, I feel like it needs to check all those boxes. Well made, you know, whatever stylish, well tailored, quality fabric, mm-hmm. all those things. Because I am making an investment, mm-hmm. you know, in it. I like that. Uh... Certain uh, the so the idea of a blazer is something that can take you through pretty much the whole year. the entire year. Uh, let, can I tell y'all I'm a blazer whore? Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go, but it makes no, it makes no <laughs> freaking sense how many blazers I have. I um, it's ignorant, like it's real bad. And the reason why I love that you said tailoring, and I love that I said blazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an opportunity to be a men's stylist for about a year oh, and a yes. half at Bloomingdale's. Now, this was like the, this was like a great experience for me to style men. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you the, it's like poetry when you think about the pieces that go together to make a jacket, a sports jacket, mm-hmm. um, a, a tuxedo jacket. Like the craftsmanship, oh, you mean? Oh, my I know. It's just the recipe for me. Like, I I understand the difference between a high quality mm-hmm. and a, you know, get it while you can, get it real quick kind of mm-hmm. tailored jacket. Now, those yeah. jackets are all going to be tailored. Mm-hmm. But like you said, a well-tailored piece is mm-hmm. something that you know you can take from January to December. Yeah. And when I'm thinking about a piece that you can take from January to December, mm-hmm. I think about the fabric that's being used. Yeah. Is it breathable? Is it like, right. I mean, of course I'm not going to wear wool in July, <laughs> right. um, but you know, I, I'm thinking about, right. the, I'm thinking about right. the life cycle. Like, uh-huh. can I, can I really keep this all year long? I right. have a favorite blazer. I see her now. She is hanging. Mm-hmm. She is pretty. She is cute. She is a micro. Come on. Uh, hounds too. A micro hound. She I was just going to say she hounds too. Yes, she oh. is. She is a I micro I love me some hounds too. Yes. And, and she is oversized, but she is tailored to the nines. <laughs> to the nines. Tailored down, you baby. you see me in this blazer more than once, I don't care. Because guess what? <laughs> I, my ROI She's giving every met. time. Yes. Okay? She's giving. My ROI has been met. My CPW has been Hello? met. Hello? And the colors <laughs> are there. So I love, love, love Come well-tailored on. pieces. I think, you know, and then when we think about our well-tailored pieces, how do we make them last? Yes. We have to take care of them. Yep. Um, getting your dry, have a good relationship with your dry cleaner, y'all. Mm-hmm. Don't be going and to, the tailor. Don't be going to the minute dry cleaners and taking your, your good your good pieces. And then be mad when they, right, be mad when there's a big iron mark on it or whatever else. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The, the alterations, you know, the, the, the dry cleaner is going to be that person that's going to help you with the alterations. But the tailor, of course, will also help you with those alterations. Right. right. So just establish, establishing a good relationship with, with that one person. Like if you have a good mm-hmm. place that you go to, stick with that place. Yeah. You know, especially if they've seen you bring these pieces. They know 
They you know, already know. No dry cleaners. No, they know what you're bringing over there. Mm-hmm. They know to take care of your things, right? So that they last. Exactly. Exactly. Woo! Woo! That was a lot. <laughs> uh, oh, let's get. Let's talk about some. Um, let's talk about some pet peeves. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know we love to play like little games and stuff, y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all we're how many? We bought two glasses in, y'all. Yeah, so come yeah. on, you, you already know what it is. Yeah. You know, you know the vibes. Let me pour. You might hear it. Okay, thank you. <sighs> oh, y'all. Yeah, can they, make sure they hear it on the okay. speaker though. So y'all, we're gonna talk about (laughs) we're gonna talk about some wardrobe pet peeves since we're talking about purposeful wardrobes. Let we're gonna let you all know from a stylist point of view, um, some of our wardrobe pet peeves. And I'm gonna start. Okay, wire hangers. No (laughs) wire hangers. (laughs) No, if y'all don't take them raggedy ass. Wire hangers that y'all got from the cleaners or wherever Indeed. else, and throw them in the trash. You, it, it's it's no excuse. There's no excuse. You can go to Amazon and get a box for like what thirty bucks, twenty yeah. bucks, whatever. Yeah. Y'all, please. Yeah. When I tell y'all, when I'm doing detox closet detoxes, mm, and I go mm, into my clients' closets, mm, mm. I'll be like, ah, like Talk about ripping it. the wire Talk hangers out. Like, no, we gotta redo it. this whole thing. No wire hangers, y'all. First of all, it's not good for your clothes. Oh my god, you gosh. get these hanger shoulders. <laughs> They're pointy. Your ass shoulders. look like Count Dracula out here walking around like you got 80 shoulders. Ooh, it's, and you, it's your shoulders mess. get to the to the turn before you do. Get to the turn before it look like your shoulders are starched and the rest of your outfit is relaxed. Y'all. Go ahead and keep stop. Keep, doing, keep doing a bank head bounce before Cut you actually it <laughs> out with the wire hangers, okay? Oh my gosh, the wire it's hangers. Ghetto. Oh, it's giving ghetto. Okay. And I'm judging. So, Adrian is at me, y'all. at me, <laughs> at me. If you got a problem, get rid of them raggedy ass wire hangers. Oh, I have friends <laughs> and family who know for sure that wire hangers just are not it. It makes me angry. You know what? <laughs> do I they do wave I... them in your face like hi? Baby. No. Do you know what I do? You know what I do when I see a wire hanger? I bend them until they crumble. <laughs> I make them into a ball. Like that's how angry they make me. Not aluminum they foil. Don't, like you, okay, you ball because them. they don't. This is something that does not bring you joy, and I don't know why you lying no, to yourself. No, they're raggedy as hell, and it's not Mm-mm. something that you want to hang your good things on. Very not much even ghetto. a teeth. Like very just, much ghetto. Just get away from those. Um, the okay. So here's one. <laughs> What's yours? Okay, and I think it's, <laughs> it might just be me. It, it might just be me, but I've I've hated this pattern for a very long time, and I don't know why. And I think it's just something that I visually cannot comprehend. Give it to nor us, nor do I want to accept. <laughs> I do not like argyle. Argyle. I think Argyle. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, think I feel like I got a yeah, love and hate relationship with that. Like I feel like, you know what? I've only seen like a couple of men like in the industry that I feel like can pull it off. Like, you know, like Farnsworth Bentley or whatever with like Diddy. Like he was very yes, like it's giving one yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely giving one yeah. <laughs> All the time. It's definitely giving boys to men. <laughs> I don't want it. Although we came to the end of the road. I don't want it. It's very much given. But did I feel like. Wear, did Drew Hill wear Argyle? I don't know. Did Drew Hill wear Argyle? Y'all tell us. I don't know. I it's very remember, much giving boys like... to men and Farnsworth and, and yes. Farnsworth Bentley. It's yes. very, very preppy. But I'm with you. I'm not. I'm definitely not in love with Argyle. I feel like it's been a couple of dudes. I'm like, uh, I guess he could pull it off. Yeah. There's it's... no way. Because I, what I see visually is a sweater vest. And <laughs> Every I, time. You know what? Sweater, With y'all. the shield. Sweater. <laughs> <laughs> With the shield. 
But what I yeah. see is uh, investor back in, y'all. If y'all haven't noticed, investor back in the oversized vest, the cable net vest, the sleeveless vest, the vest, vest, vest. All right. But when we get to Argyle, I think it's the geometry for me. Like, I think about a very complex, and geometry was a cool subject in school, but I think about yeah. a complex math equation that's <laughs> unnecessarily and unnecessary and it's not going to take me to real yes. life issues. I don't yeah. know. It's why given I very much like. Kappa Psi Alpha. Like, no offense to all my Kappa brothers. Like, I love y'all, but the Argyle Argyle is giving very much Kappa. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Very preppy. I can't do it. Um, I'm over it. Down to the socks. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it around. I don't don't know if it's a triangle situation. I have no idea. Just over it. It's a visual thing that I just cannot do. So, wire hangers, Argyle. What else? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Stop hanging y'all belts. On them raggedy hanger, like on the y'all wire on the wire hanger, <laughs> y'all. I'm gonna keep going back to the wire hanger because I'm not gonna let it go and I'm not over it. But y'all be hanging y'all belts on a hanger and yes. the hanger is leaning yes. to the side. Get a damn belt hanger, or there's so many different ways that you Amazon. can organize belts. You can roll them up nicely, yeah. put them in little bins. Yeah. Like, look, listen. Talk to your stylist, okay? <laughs> And, and get a closet detox. Oh. But if y'all don't stop with these damn belts hanging over, sliding off the belt, hanging on the floor one longer than the other, get a damn belt hanger. Oh, my God. Are y'all belts leaning? I don't want no belts leaning because next thing you know, they all going to start talking to each other. And what's going to happen? <laughs> the the coating because some of, some of the belts. Yes. Keep the belts too long. Start coming off. And now it's gold. Now, listen. Right, right. And now it's, I don't know. Because they were were talking to each other for way too long. A mess. Some started eating them up because Mm. they were just hanging. One belt eating up the other belt. Oh my gosh. Rusting onto the other one. The leaning for me is just not it. We can't have nothing leaning in the closet. We need to be able to see. And I love that you talked about the hangers, the good quality hangers, because. Wooden hangers are it for me. Yeah. Get, get one solid color, get an all white, get yeah. them all gray or whatever, but yeah. just take pride in the clothes that you have now, mm-hmm. now that you have a visual of the clothes that you're keeping from right. the detox, the clothes that you purchased, yeah. when you went all crazy and swiped your car all crazy, <laughs> but just, you know, you want to take pride, yeah. you're not going to run home and just be like, oh, here's a dry cleaner hanger with a piece of pa- cardboard mm-hmm. paper right. or the piece of paper that's covering this wire hanger i'm just gonna right. hang, hang this 90 dollars uh blouse yeah. or right sweater on this and it just it's helps create order it helps create again that purposeful feeling in your wardrobe you want to be able to walk into your mm-hmm. closet and feel good like get the warm and fuzzies y'all like when I'm you dancing. walk in you should love everything that's in there because it looks great on you yeah. it looks great on your body shape it has a purpose in your life. It has a purpose for your brand. It's you know everything in the closet has a purpose and is like a piece to a puzzle, right? Yeah. To this puzzle of your wardrobe, and you love every single thing that's in there. Like that's what you want to be able to go. It looks neat. It mm. looks nice. Mm. It's you know it, it it's it's coated. a vibe. It yeah, exactly. Hello, it's giving it's giving style diaries decoded. Yeah. That's what the wardrobe <laughs> is giving. That's what it's giving. You want to be able to walk in and just like feel the vibes every single time. Because otherwise, you won't be like, you know what? This is for the birds. Never, never mind. Let me just put on some old bullshit. I don't care. Like, you know? Yeah. You don't think about it. Come on, it. y'all. My last thing I'm going to say <laughs> dusty shoes. <laughs> oh, now, not, dusty, uh, wait a minute. How do we shoes. go to dusty shoes? Okay. So 
I feel like dusty shoes are dusty because of the fabric residue from wearing your piece, from not wearing your pieces Okay. for months and months and months. Now, we know that sometimes, you know, this is why we always say like a closet edit, a closet refresh is necessary because if there is a way that you are storing your shoes, they may not be in the proper place because they're not covered, because they're not protected. We want to make sure that those things are covered and protected. So when we talk about dusty shoes, I'm talking about closet storage. Mm-hmm. I love for the sneakerheads. I love when I see the clear basins, the clear rectangle boxes. Oh yeah, uh-huh. oh, for sneakers. I yes, that. I know. Ooh, that makes me scream. <laughs> the stylist in you would like get you off. You like woo. Scream. I love Come it. It just on. makes me want to dance in front of the shoes. It shows me that you take care and the things that you know you mm-hmm. paid. And you want to be able to see what you have. Oh, I love that. So you can identify the wardrobe gaps, right? So you make yeah. sure you're not buying crap that you don't need. I love that too. Yeah. Being able to actually visually see everything. Because that. that's a huge issue that we run into with styles when we All work with time. clients. That a lot of times they just, they can't even see what they have. They don't even know what they have. Then when you start to detox and go through it, they're like, like, oh, I forgot about this skirt. I didn't realize I had this, blah, blah, blah. You can't even see your clothes, baby. (laughs) You can't even see your clothes, boo. That's Mm. what we need. That's what we need. I love a good closet storage system. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, no more dusty shoes, y'all. And if and if they're dusty, (laughs) just the same way you be dusting these corners, dust your shoes, please. Dust them all. Dust your shoes because you know what's going to make it harder for your laces to come out? Oh, I'm just saying. I'm thinking about the little the little minute things that mm-hmm. I think about when people, when I see a dusty shoe, I don't know, I can see it visually and seeing the laces just stuck <laughs> on the shoe. Ooh. All right, y'all. Woo, we got through a lot today. We did. we did. Hopefully, after this conversation or this discussion, you all have a better grasp on curating a purposeful wardrobe yes. for yourself. So in summary, yes. we talked to you about staying true to your personal brand style, right? Don't imitate, mm-hmm. innovate, mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. what works best for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like what mm-hmm. is purposeful in your wardrobe yes. may not be purposeful in mine, mm-hmm. but the point is you need to identify what it is and mm-hmm. focus on that. Um, be intentional with your money, right? Please, please. Please, please, please. Be intentional with your money. We talked to you about CPW, mm-hmm. cost per wear, mm-hmm. ROI, mm-hmm. return on investment. Y'all go back and rewind. If y'all weren't listening, go back and get the definition. Make sure you're intentional with your ROI and CPW. And then for those investment pieces that you think about, you go to sleep, you wake up, and you're like, oh, should I get it? Should I not get it? Understand that you, when you value yourself, mm-hmm. you already deserve these things. Mm. And a lot of times, and this is the la- like this is a tiny bit of things that I'm going to talk about as far as luxury. You deserve luxury. Woo! You deserve luxury. Luxury is whatever you call it, right? And it's within your own means. Come on, luxury does not always mean Gucci Fendi product. It does not. Luxury can mean that piece that you really took the time out to invest in and you researched and you learned about Mm -hmm. and you decided, you know what, that's going to be my luxury piece. Right. So value yourself, value the things that are, that you're bringing into your closet Mm -hmm. and all of those things are going to help you identify your personal place. Yes. And take care of them. Take care of them because Mm -hmm. they will take care of you. You know when? They surely will. When you walk out and they say, ooh, (laughs) that's giving what it's supposed to be, baby. 
I love that. Love it. And trends aren't for everybody. They are um, not. Trends are not going to be for everybody. I think that a lot of times we run into the hurry up and buy because that's what's happening right now. And then when you get it home and you try it on, it's just not it. It ain't that's it. Because it's a trend and it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. So this is always the thing that we will say, like trends are not going to be for everybody. Follow it if you, li- if you want to experiment with it. Um, but just know that that trend may not be an investment piece. Right. It may just be that fast fashion piece. Right. Totally. Woo, you wrapped that up in a bow, girl. <laughs> I don't think it... Mic drop. Ain't nothing else to say. <laughs> so, y'all, I'm just going to quickly talk about, you know, in our episodes, we talk about cultural translators, yeah. um, which are like black creatives, fashion designers, business owners that we love to love to highlight on the show. So today, mm-hmm. I wanted to highlight Cree and Company. So okay. C R E E and Company. Okay. The owner is Bianca Tatum, and Cree and Company is a handcrafted design company. She makes amazing earrings. Oh yeah. Um. Oh my goodness. Actually, you all. I've I did. Seen them a, yes, you. I wear yeah. her earrings all the time. She has made custom earrings for me. You all. Customer service is amazing. I actually did a holiday. Photo shoot today with my family. I had her earrings on in that photo shoot. So make sure you all check her out. She's been designing since she was 13 year old, 13 years wow. old, y'all. 13 years old, Bianca has been designing. And the name Korean Company was actually inspired by her son. And her son's oh, name is Cree. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. Come on, generational wealth in I know. Come yeah. on. You better, you better work on that girl. And it's her hope that with every handcrafted piece, she can inspire peace Mm -hmm. within every woman who wears her design. So she wants you to do what feeds the soul. Isn't that such a vibe? Like, I feel like every time I like, yes. And, and I tell you from the very, very beginning, I'll tell you all my personal experience with Bianca, who is the owner. Like I have communicated with her in the DMS and she's the sweetest, sweetest, sweetest lady. Mm -hmm. I actually started purchasing um, earrings from her company because there was another company, I won't say the name, but there's another company that's very, very popular that's out there in these internet streets okay. that makes earrings somewhat similar to mm-hmm. what Bianca makes. Um, but the customer service was terrible. Wow. And they're like becoming a big, a bigger small business okay. Okay. or whatever you want to call it, right? Customer service wasn't great, shipping time was terrible. Mm. And I love that type of design of earring, but I was like, I can't keep dealing with this. This is yeah. just too much. So I was scouring the internet one day and Bianca probably didn't even notice. I haven't even told her this. And I came across her business. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because I was looking at earrings or whatever it was. Somehow I stumbled across her business mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, she makes you know, earrings that are similar, but they were unique in their own way that she uses like these unique stones and just the way that she crafts them. Yes. Yeah. They have like a message and a connection. And I was like, wow. So then I started like watching her videos Mm -hmm. and just looking at like reviews and the craftsmanship looked amazing. And I was like, I'm gonna try her out because I'm getting tired of this other damn company. It's getting on my (laughs) damn nerves. They acting real entitled. Like Mm -hmm. this is a small business. It's a black woman owned business. Like I'm definitely going to support her. And girl, the rest is history. Like I bought that first pair. That shipping came so fast. The wow. customer service was so bomb. I DM'd her. She's just the absolute sweetest. And then even when I needed a custom pair of earrings for our shoot, yeah, yeah, when we I did remember. our photo like, shoot, gorgeous, gorgeous for our photo shoot for our um podcast, mm-hmm. I asked her to make a custom pair that was the colors we needed. Yep. That turquoise and that orange. And she was like, absolutely, found me a stone, made it for me. 
And I've been purchasing from her ever since. So, y'all, Korean company yeah. is everything. Bianca, the owner, is everything. We're going to put all her information in the show notes. Bianca, if you're listening, girl, Thank you the you. shit. Like, and I'm forever a customer um, just because of how, you know, generous you've been and how you've treated me. You've been so gracious. And as a fellow business owner, yeah. I know that that's hard to come by, right? And I just feel like her spirit was just so pure. I don't this know. Like, a, you know what I mean? Testimony. Right. This is a testimony. Right. I know I'm going on and on. <laughs> converting another prospective client. I mean, me. it, listen, she's, <laughs> a, me, she's okay? <laughs> everything. She's absolutely everything. And I know maybe y'all think the wine is talking, but I'm telling y'all, Korean companies is shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm sold. I'm <laughs> I mean, I'm sold because I've already seen them on you. But now, they're so like, bomb. Woo, She's amazing. Get into it. Let me. Yeah. My phone wasn't on Do Not Disturb. I've been <laughs> typing real fast on my phone right now. So, Great any closing statements? Well, anything else we want to tell the people before we go? This has been a great episode. It's been a really this good episode. Awesome. We hope that you took some gems here. We hope that you were able to just learn a little bit more about the items that you already have in your closet. Um, what would be a great exercise would be if y'all Ooh, you homework? I think I want to give homework tonight. Oh shit. Okay, I go ahead. My bad. Tonight. Look at your closet. We have a couple of days before Black Friday hits. And of course, you know, like we said, some of the Black Friday sales are already happening. Mm-hmm. Look at your closet and see like what you need to replace. Ooh. This is just for you. This is all, this is, we're talking to the people who want to do some self-gifting. <laughs> um, the people who have a list, Mm-hmm. Sorry to that man. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry to this man. Sorry um, to this woman. <laughs> however, you yes, that man and woman. I don't know how you want to carry it, but just think about the things that you already have in your closet. Look at them and tell yourself: Do these things really serve do, a purpose? Do they serve a purpose? Do they bring me joy? And then, like for Black Friday, do mm-hmm. I want to get a replacement? Yeah. Stop yourself from getting the two four. Right. Because it's it's probably ninety nine percent not necessary. Right. I love so this just, idea of homework. Yeah. Like I'm I'm kind of feeling this. They, okay. they look the listeners probably mad as shit, but I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Like the style strategist in me is like salivating right now. Like yes, give the people homework. Give them homework. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I think that's a good one. It's it's not it's not gonna be too too uh, tasky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just made that that word. Don't touch me. <laughs> Um, but you know, just look in your closet and see like, what, what don't I need right now? Right. Um, and you know, and then write us back. Let us know. We have a form on our Instagram Mm -hmm. link tree where you can go in there and just tell us what you thought about this episode, but also tell us what you did to your closet. If that made a change. Yeah. If you felt like you had a little bit of a strategy before you go out shopping for black Friday. Love it. Online and in store y'all. Yep. All right. Till next time, y'all. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Style Diaries Decoded podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Want to stay connected? Join the Decoded squad by following us on Instagram at Style Diaries Decoded. Until next time, y'all.